What's going down, podcast listener? Welcome back to the Symbiosis Now podcast. I'm Tyler Colombero, and I'm the host of the show. And on this show, we like to have a good conversation. Every episode, guaranteed. All in hopes of inspiring you to get out there and have your own open conversations with a friend, a family member, or maybe even your enemy. Each episode, we star a special guest where we have an in-depth, action-packed, often intellectual, spiritual, practically psychedelic, and all-inclusive types of conversation. And we have a good fucking time with it. So folks, you can find us online where the Symbiosis Now Network, where there's some links to the podcasts, plural podcasts, because we have a couple others underneath the network blanket. And without further ado, let us voyage into the yonder of conversation with our very special guest on the Symbiosis Now podcast. Cheers to you, bro. Cheers to you, man. Finally here, bro, after months and that months and months. That is correct. George Ramirez Martinez, folks. Oh, here man, are we, we're live? We're live already? We're as live as live gets, my Holy friend, on the Symbiosis shit. Now podcast. Shout out to Symbiosis Now podcast. Shout out to Bamboo, Little Wayne's Ooh. Rum right here. We made a little... What did we make, bro? I made a little espresso bamboo old-fashioned. <laughs> what is this? Another cheers, man. Yeah, it's good, good though. <laughs> we got the Zimbabwe's in the building, man. Ooh, Zinichino time over here on mm. the left. Got my spit cut. Oh, just in case, because he's a spitter. <laughs> Ooh. Yo, man. So, if you didn't know, listener, George Ramirez here is a screenwriter, essentially. He's a writer, editor, producer, creator, content creator, fucking musician. What else? What (laughs) what else are we missing here? Because I know that you've done music in the past. I remember going to one of your fucking concerts... Okay, it was Summer Sweat, right? Yeah, that was your, yeah. Your tag, right? Yeah. yeah, Summer Sweat, bro. That was with me and my buddy Jeffrey. That's when we had the band uh, Heart and Soul, man. Yeah. That was really fun, bro. Yeah. That was way back. It was good, though. The show I went to, you were hyping the crowd up hella good. Me and the homie Blake were there with his mm. pregnant wife, Shelby. Shout out, dude. And we were dancing, bro. It was a good time, bro. Yeah, yeah. it was fun, man. That that uh, The music the music behind me, like the all the music I've done in the past, man, it's definitely led up to this point, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm very fortunate for it. I'll tell you that. Yeah, well, let's go back further though. I remember <laughs> we would be calling you Monster, in uh, high school, right? Right? <laughs> yeah, right? man. Yeah, that's how I met you. Your name was Monster. It wasn't George. It was not. It was Monster. Like that's what everyone would call you, bro. Dude, really high, man. I mean, I was uh, selling mixtapes. You know what I mean? Okay. Burt DV- CDs, bro. You know what I mean? Dat Piff. I had uh, mixtapes on Dat Piff. It was a great time, man. High school, you know, that's that's pretty much what I did in high school. Do kids do CD shit anymore? Fuck like, no. If you're in high school, do they do a CD? No, right? Oh, Why would they almost, right? Yeah, but, for real. But, dude, it was so hot. It was so fun, though, bro. Yeah. Like, I remember passing out CDs, dude. Like, taking CDs to school with me, bro. Like The physicality of it. Something about it. Mm-hmm. We were discussing off the podcast about, like, newspapers. Yeah. And there's, like, a lot of old folks that, like, it was sad for them to see the news, the physicality of the news coming every day. Instead, now it's, like, untraceable. You just hear it on all screens around you all the time now. Oh, dude, it's you nonstop, know? bro. And you don't even know. Maybe what... that's why they miss the newspapers, because you could put it fucking down. Mm. And stop reading it if mm. you wanted to. You yeah. don't have to commit to it. Like when you're watching something, it's propaganda, bro. It's meant to keep sucking your eyes back towards it and listening. Oh, no, it sounds horrible. The way they're talking, it sounds horrendous. I have to tune back in. Like, no, you don't. You can put it fucking down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's also like one source. It's right. one source. It's, right. it's one source you go back to. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, and you man. know where your source is. You know who the writer was at that time, right? You could quote that writer. But also it seems like a, uh, a weird place to be because you could be in like a... 
uh, a bubble, bro. Like you could be in that fucking uh, echo chamber type mm. thing almost. Because if you're only reading one source for three decades through yeah. like World War and you're still reading the same source uh. and you just always trust it blindly. Like the people when Trump was coming into office and all the Fox News people, were, they were like, we'll believe anything they say. Yeah, like, whatever it is. And then they go to court and they're like, well, we're just entertainment, you see. And then the people are just like, we love this news. It's like, it's entertainment. They're like, no, it's the news, you know. Yeah. But when it goes to court, they're like, it's entertainment, though, guys. Come on. Dude, it's, it's, that's a crazy world. That's a world that I don't, I don't really know too much about. Yeah, honest, let's, let's not know much about it. Because most of us <laughs> like to forget about it, right? Yeah. Like, we forget about the political world that's always apparently right at our fucking necks all the time. Yeah, you know? man. I mean, it's simple and sweet, man. The, the, way, I, the way I get through these days is, is like, you know, I'm not a politician. I can't do nothing to really fix it. You look like one, though. God damn. Oh, Handsome, man. If you guys saw me, you're like, is that <laughs> David Valadeo's oh, son right there? Oh, God. <laughs> no, man. I, I'm, no, man. I'm in an office now, so you know what I mean? I got to dress dress the part. I got a yeah. blue collar. Not blue collar. White. I got a blue collar on right now, but I'm a blue collar dude, but I mean, got the white collar now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but you do a lot of things. You say yeah. it yourself, man. You're a hard worker. You're blue collar. You're white collar. You're fucking brown collar if you got to yeah, get man. down, down. Brown skin, And you're boy. fucking straight up shirtless, homie, if you need to. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man. But I remember, like, you were telling me that you do a little goat farming sometimes for fun. Right. Yeah, yeah. I but grew up grew up around uh, my grandfather, man, and and uh, and his ranch, man. I grew up on his ranch, me and my cousin Eddie, and uh, my Nino had cows for a while. You know, my grandpa's always had goats, chickens, and uh, it's it's a cool little hobby. I think what it is, man, is you know, what I mean, like my grandfather coming from Mexico, you know, that was a big part of their their food. You know, what I mean, they yeah. had cows, they they raised cows, they raised they raised goats, they raised the chickens, and that's what they ate. And it's really it's a it's a beautiful thing to experience, man. I took a lot of time off away from acting, uh, a lot of time away from from writing, just to be on the the farm with my grandpa. You know, I'm just taking care of these goats and sitting with them, bro. Taking them out to eat, taking them to different pastures, just sitting there, you know, watching out for coyotes and shit like that. Like, and and kind of just uh, clearing my head, man, and uh, getting in tune. I guess as weird as it sounds, you know, right. not it's not even weird. It, it's literally oh. like. Um, I mean, every day something new, bro. I, I remember one day I went to go check on, on the goats and one of them had a broken leg. You know what I mean? Another day, one of them had something stuck in its eye. Another day, some, another one got bit. So it's like, it's kind of like I mean, raising a child, bro. You got to ch- uh, keep up with them, you know? Yeah. Unfortunately Animals now... Animals or something else, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately now, um, you know, we don't have as many goats on the on the farm anymore. So it's a little bit smaller, smaller pack, but it's chill, man. Yeah, yeah, we still got them right there on the ranch. That's really cool, man. Yeah, I really just wanted to bring it up because I feel like we had discussed it, but man, I think that's cool. Um, I agree. When I had chickens, it was, and I'm gonna, I plan on getting some more. I just got to reset the coop situation mm. back up and everything, and uh, take care of them better because the reality is, is it, they are like you said, like a baby. Like they need tending to. Animals are a little bit different than plants, and even then, plants need care in a different way. Mm. And I think that animals are easier to almost. Uh, understand from a human point of view because they're a biological uh, mammal like a dog right or something or a chicken that's like a I don't know reptile bird whatever the fuck they are <laughs> you know cows and stuff they are they're a mammal right you can empathize easily with it from yeah. your natural instincts you could say you know yeah, man. And so, I think that something about that, like if they're sick or whatever, you kind of look at it more and it matters more. But if my one of my plants dies and I got like 10 others, I kind of don't give a shit. You know, <laughs> and I know a lot of farmers out here probably have that vibe because it's inevitable. You get like phytophthora in the soil and you get all these diseases and whatever happens out mm. there in the real world, in the real fucking elements, like animals live, right? We don't. Yeah. <laughs> We're not like them. We're, we travel by foot everywhere, unless you live in like New York or some shit. Yeah, you, you know. know? But uh, it, caring for an animal really will change uh i feel like who you are especially if you didn't do that your whole life 
Maybe mm. you'd already be part of you if you did it your whole life. But if you come back to it every now and then and you get to care for animals, it really does change the way that you view uh, other lives around you. And it also kind of rem- reminds you of how fragile life is for yourself and to make the right decisions while you're in a fragile existence oh, on no, this earth, right? I, Absolutely, bro. I mean, like, I'm I'm not there every day, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not there as much because I got this new job now. But, uh, I mean, dude, I saw babies be born on the ranch. You know, I ran over there. There was some twins. And it was just crazy to see life, to see, like, the grandmother yeah. also taking care of yeah. the baby goat that was just what born. What they make? What's that? Yeah, there you go, bro. Are you, are you the goat that was born on the ranch? Like, both of them? Bro. Or watching them trying to walk. Oh, the Zin's hitting him. Oh, We're going there, folks. Yeah, man. We might need a cigarette break in the middle of this. I'll tell you that. If you need that, we can go yeah. out. It's okay. Yeah, bro. cool, you cool. Let me know. But anyways, yeah, man. Um, yeah, the goat's definitely just being there. Being there. Spending time, a lot of time with my grandpa. You know what I mean? Taking care of pastures. and oh, yeah, I'll get another one. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it, it, it was, it was a good out. time. It was a good time, man. It was a good time because I didn't have much going on. Like I said, I was on this hiatus vacay from acting, from film. I, I was in a, a show this summer. And as soon as I got off this show, dude, I was just like, I'm just going to start golfing because, like, I just want to get away from everything. I want to clear my head, you know what I mean? Like, after committing to a role, playing a role, being an actor, like, on stage, man, I mean, it's, you know, I love it. I appreciate it. But I definitely need my, I need, what I learned recently as I've gotten older is that I need to start taking breaks, bro, from, like, projects, man. Like, I can't go back to back to back on a project, bro. Like, I need to. Work on a project and then, like, take a year off. Take half a year off, man, and I'll do shit. Like, just kind of, like, attend to, like, my daily sh- the daily shit that I got to do, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, man. You got to make time, though. Yeah, I yeah. get what you're saying. Absolutely. And then also, I'm sure, a little, uh, what do they call it? A sabbatical and religious fears, right? Mm. They call it. Like, a little break, right? You you need to, like, revamp your creative juices, bro. Yeah, man. I, I don't think, give a, you know what I mean? You know, like, I don't give a fuck about that whole, like... Be constantly consistent. I don't give a shit about any of that, bro. Like I just do. What oh, I you're not a do. carry the boats type of guy, like David Goggins. Like everyone likes to bring up, like oh, some some hard God, ass fucking no, shit, like man. like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's documentary where he's like, I do another bump, and then I'm like, you're a bitch, you do another bump, like oh, you're like no, cool. Bro. You I'm have lazy, that mindset bro. and shit, but you gotta also sometimes it's okay to rest the muscle, like bro, it'll heal up better and it'll yeah. like, build better, right? You know what I mean? Nah, bro, I'm a lazy motherfucker, man. Like not lazy, lazy, but I'm definitely like. Uh, maybe it's my ADHD where, like, I have so much of a rush for so long and then I have a crash, you know? Yeah, yeah. And shit can't get done when that happens. Yeah. So right when I was done with my with my play, I was okay from now that I'm done with this, I'm going to just golf and fucking watch football and baseball, bro, and chill. Like, but you're also a golfer? What the fuck? Like, we need to just talk about this, bro. You're, like, sponsored by Tapatio Hot Sauce or some shit. <laughs> yeah, shout out Bimbo. Shout out Bimbo in the house. Yeah, man. Nah, dude. You know, it was funny, man, because, like, I-, I was just on some Instagram bullshit where I was like, I'm going to keep tagging people and make yeah. it and pretend, like, I'm this badass golfer. Well, I'm bad. I suck. But, like. Yeah. No, you could just say that. Like, I'm a, I'm the baddest golfer out there. And they're like, you're bad, maybe, right? But yeah. I don't know if that's. I don't know what's good. <laughs> but y- you could own that. You, you could own to. that fuck shit, it, bro. Yeah. Dude, it, it was just fun, bro. Like, I just kept trying to see if I could get these fucking big brands to even bat an eye because on Instagram you can fucking do whatever you want right yeah. and it's funny because lie all day yeah shout out my cousin Leslie man at the Corral in Parlier man that's my hometown and uh, I remember I was like yo like my sponsor feeding me before a tournament this fake ass tournament I made and like she reposted it like all this. it was just fun man it's all fun and games you know yeah golfing is cool man it was a cool sport that I picked up this summer right after the play and uh yeah, man, I'm gonna keep doing it, man. It's yeah, fun. yeah, you should, man. Hell yeah, yeah. yeah. that's awesome. Fuck yeah, yeah bro. Fuck can't can't get can't break a hundred though. God damn, bro, you don't even know, man. These scores are fucking hundred plus, bro. Really? I can't catch a break, man. 
I can't catch a break. Yeah, see, I don't even know what the point system looks like. I feel like I'm out of my element for this <laughs> shit, but oh, I had man. to bring it up, bro, because he George does so much. He does so much. Dude, we just get plastered in just golf, man. Me and my buddies, man. It's fun. Well, that's cool. So um, I want to get into some of this film discussion, mm. the films that you've been making over the years. Yeah, but man. first I wanted to like talk about, because I noticed at the end usually there's music. And uh, it says, like, music by whatever. And then there's Wow Jant, which I'm assuming <laughs> is you. Yeah, man. Right? Yeah, that was my last alias before I stopped making music, man. I was going by Wow Jant um, for the last, like, after Heart and Soul, me and my buddy Jeffrey Black Adam, uh, one of my brothers, man. I follow that guy on Instagram, I think, Black Adam. Yeah, that guy's yeah. cool. Shout out Black Adam, bro. Yeah, that's my brother, man. I mean, we, we pretty much grew up in this music shit together. And, um... Yeah, after we kind of went our separate ways with music, we weren't a duo anymore. I went under Wow Jan and started like producing my own music and writing it and rapping and singing and all that. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, I guess I guess I mean going into the future, I'm still gonna continuously make music for my films, which yeah. I, I I did for I've Got a Feeling, you know, with um, collaboration with my buddy Kev, with uh, with Jeffrey and my buddy Michael. Um, and I guess like in the going into the future, when I am on a credit for my music, I'm gonna go by Wow Jan still. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just like yeah. different different names for different things, bro. It's cool. Yeah. Man. Well, you said it though, bro. You said I've got a feeling. That's the title mm. of this new film that's dropping tomorrow, right? <laughs> yeah. As we record this, it's the 26th of September. It's supposed to drop on the 27th of September. Yeah, man. I've got a feeling, man. Shout out the Beatles, bro. Shout out to Let It, the album Let It Be, man. I mean, that's that's pretty much. Uh, that I mean the, the the film doesn't really go side by you can't listen to, I've got a feeling by the Beatles and watch this film and think there's a there's a connection there isn't it was just the name of the title and like the 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 whole ideology behind the idea of like I've got a feeling like cuz you've got a feeling it's not like I'm certain no uh-huh. like, you're 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 kind of certain <laughs> yeah your gut's tingly yeah your gut's you tingly little you don't bit. know what it means you don't even know but you're going to go you're going to go check it out yeah. you're going to go check it out yeah so I got a sneak peek of this exclusive this exclusive drop before it's even out and it's good bro it's good it's impactful it's interesting wow. too yeah i don't know i really like though that uh uh the main guy in this just likes to smoke stogies just <laughs> chill outside kind of and, and have a feeling right yeah he's, he's like he's looking and he looks out of the corner of his eye and this pretty girl walks by and he's like i got a feeling i got a feeling i got a feeling yeah then later something else i got a feeling yeah man <sighs> And that, that's all so it the is. Beatles inspired this, though. Like, you, you, what do you mean? You came out strong saying, like, the fucking <laughs> Beatles, bro, shout out. Like, damn, they fucking helped make this video practically no, no, indirectly. Bro. Yeah, no, it was, it was like, I love I love song titles, man. I love a good song title. And I think I've, the, the title, because this was supposed to be called Trash Day. Okay. Initially, okay. The, the name of this film was supposed to be Trash Day. Okay, I can see why, because I've gotten a sneak peek of this clip. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. And, and um, I was listening to a lot of the Let It Be album around that time, and I think I've Got a Feeling just hit, bro. Like, And, and pretty much the whole essence of this film is the whole I've Got a Feeling. Like, it's like lust, you know what I mean? It's like that hint of like, ooh, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's really what the whole film is about, man. I think it's about missed opportunities. It's about um, having a feeling. It's about, like, you know what I mean? Because, like, I mean, we're humans, bro. Like, not everything's going to go your way, and that's just the way life is. But you yeah. got a feeling that it's going to go your way yeah. when, you know, you come across it, yeah. right? Yeah, you, you should. should. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. <yeah. laughs> you know what I mean? You want things to go good, and, and that's been me, dude, day in and day out, man, from from my experiences as a as an adolescent uh, making music and all these mixtapes when I was a young monster, man. Like, you know, I, had, I remember uh, going all the way back to then, man. I mean, like... When I was in high school, man, my whole dream was to get rich quick, man. I wanted to fucking get signed to a label. I wanted to make my money. I wanted to get out of poverty, man. I wanted to, like, 
you know what I mean? Growing up in a struggling, you know what I mean, household with my mom, you know what I mean? And, and like doing week to week with my mom and my dad and watching them struggle. Like I just wanted to make my money right away. So like I had this 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 hustle to want to get signed. And I had a few labels. I remember uh, I had a few labels that I was in talks with and I was trying to make this dream happen, bro. Like I wanted to get rich. I wanted all my problems to be solved right away, pronto. And uh, it didn't happen. You know what I mean? None, none, none of it happened. But and, you were putting a bunch of gas in the tank, but it wasn't like you were getting paid back. Like, yeah, and it, it could be me too, man. It could be me too. I noticed that throughout the years, man. Like I bitch out of, I've, I've bitched out of a lot of shit too. You know what I mean? Like I, I have. Like I'm not a perfect person. I'm not. I'm not gonna be here. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, yeah, man, everything went my way, bro. Like I'm perfect. No, dude. Like I also dropped the ball a lot of the times. You know, I've dropped the ball a lot, bro. And I feel like this film captures that. Even with relationships with girls, I've dropped the ball. With uh, opportunities, I've dropped the ball, man. Like, and I wanted to capture all of that in this film. You know what I mean? That's the whole premise. If I've got a feeling, you know what I mean? Like, like, like Chelsea could represent a, a girl you come across at a party and you get her number and you think like, oh, dude, like I'm gonna fucking marry this chick, right? And yeah. like, she never texts you back. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. Or it could be like you busting your ass for a fucking position or a raise and it doesn't happen. Yeah. That's some shit, bro. Yeah. And it, it's gonna happen. Yeah. It's gonna happen to you. It's gonna happen to me. It's gonna you work happen. hella hard, and then you get a pay cut. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. indirectly via information. Yeah. I got like, rage. Hey, I don't got a feeling anymore, bro. I got rage, bro. God. Yeah. Nah, no, I man. get you though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm glad you watched it, man. I'm, I'm, I was really excited when uh, when I called you on the way here, and you were like, "Yeah, dude, I got to watch it. I watched all your films." I, like, I watched all the ones on on Nex Nexus Vagabond Films, or is it Pictures? Nexus Vagabond. Uh, pictures, pictures, cool. Pictures sounds cooler. Yeah, yeah, it does. It yeah, cool. just sounds cooler. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, th this film, uh, a lot of work has went into it. Shout out my buddy Jason Duong, man. He was the DP. Shout out to everybody involved. You know, uh, the double penetrator. Yes, he was the, <laughs> the double penetrator, man. We really was the DP, really, the, the, the director of photography. Okay, there we go. Hey. <laughs> Clarification. <laughs> a little, a little sick, but no, nah, man. Uh, we really, we really went hard, man. And and I think uh, it was also me. I dropped the ball out of the times in the post, man. This film should have been out a long time ago. But it was also me dealing with life, dealing with everyday yeah, struggles. Yeah, we all and, do, man. What the fuck? And, yeah. and it wasn't it wasn't smooth sailing, man. And uh, two years later, I wrote this I wrote this script like two years ago, man. I mean, from when I wrote the script, bro, and I had the idea, I was from that point to the, to today, I've been in I've been in uh, two short films. I've done two musicals. I've done a play. I've done all this shit. Dropped another film, and this film still was like. In the background, yeah. and it, and it's so crazy. Like, dude, it's finally gonna be out. Dude, it's finally gonna yeah. be in the presence of people to enjoy. Yeah, and that's, I mean, I, shit, man. Folks, when you're driving a vehicle out there on the road, California requires you to have insurance, and the only guy that I know to properly execute your insuring needs is Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance. If you're not getting insurance from Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance in Reedley, California, I literally don't know who you're being insured by. I literally don't know. I know there's only a few left in California that'll even insure you. But if you're in the market for it, or you know somebody that needs some insurance right now, you better call up Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance at 559-638-3800 and you gotta tell them that the Symbiosis Now podcast told you what's going on and you need insurance 
So shout out to Alfredo over at Academy West Insurance, collaborator with the Symbiosis Now podcast. Look out for the shirts. Ooh, they are definitely stylish. And tune into the episodes where Alfredo is centerfold of the interview. So folks, go get yourself some insurance. What are you doing? Listening to a podcast or something? I know that we were discussing, you know, things about, uh, you know, life not always being exactly what you want it to be, right? (laughs) And sometimes you have to make some alterations because life is not the way you expect it to be. And often a work environment is a great example where you may not even have all the resources to get the fucking job that you're there to do done, but you make it work with the resources that you have. That's why when you watch like some weird ass like episode of like someone in the industry doing something and then you see the comments and they're like, why would they do it that way? It's like, bro, cause that's what they had, bro. Yeah. That's what they had. They didn't go to the store. Maybe they live deep in the mountains. They're not trying to do it right now. Like mm-hmm. that. they just got to do what they got. That's it. And life often is like that, especially the real fucking world. Not the uh, city life where you, there, you right down the road, there's a Le Schwab if you get a flat tire. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm talking like the real world, you know? And uh, I feel like your films kind of touch on that too. I, I definitely feel like um, going into these films, it's really just like a big case study. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just a case study of, of, of people, of a situation. Um, yeah, I don't really, I, I mean, growing up writing poetry, man, I've been, probably, I've been writing since I was like in the third grade, you know, and like I've always just wandered off into like more of a case study type type of thing and, yeah. and I also got that I mean I mean my influences also though bro like you know one of my biggest influences like Jim Jarmusch you know what I mean his films don't have a whole lot of action I guess they're not like a, a Michael Bay type film yeah. but they're like a case study film they're a yeah. study of people they're a study of a situation a reaction um, simple dialogue I mean I've, I've I've always been big about like how people react in a situation. I think that's what all my films have been so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Situations, bro. I can see that. I know that, like, uh, I don't know, Solo is called just Solo, right? Mm. Was that the title of the, the, the picture? Yeah, 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 Solo. Well, it was cool because I thought about, like, the people in it and, like, it's like, oh, man, we all know a motherfucker like that. When we all know <laughs> one of our friends that acts like this right now in this moment. Like, when you're trying to share, what's up? What's going on with you? And they don't really give a fuck. Like, you know, that's what I got from a lot of it. So I'm like, they don't really care. Like, and it's not to, that they don't, they don't love you. It's just that they blindly love you because they're like, I don't know, man. It's something humans do. We like have human tendencies to always be loyal to things like the classic terminology, like blood over everything or whatever. Like, it's like, I don't know though, man. Like sometimes family's just like that. Like, yeah. you know, it's not so like, it's not always... Uh, about agreeing with your family member, you know, it doesn't mean you don't still love them, but like, if you always side with your family member, even if they're fucking wrong, yeah. and the rest of society is like, bro, you're kind of wrong, like, you know, but you don't want to because your family comes first, like, that's just dumb, right? Um, but when your bros or your friends, right, everyone's had those friends that just like they're listening, but they're not really listening, like they're over here texting and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, you know. Yeah, that was just yeah, solo was a really big case study of just like, you know, what I mean, this dude going through the motions of like this girl not texting him back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like that just killing his vibe to even want to like do shit with his homies. And like I love buddy films, man. I mean, yeah. I grew up with my I mean all my best friends, I've known them since we were kids, man. I mean to this very day, you know, and like my my friends have been a big part of my life, you know what I mean? Like they've 
they've been there through we've been through we've been there for each other through everything and I feel like that that's a film on like capturing a moment even in the past where like I was a I was down about something going on with a girl and then like my homie's trying to like do something hype and I'm just like not feeling it you know and and that's all it is man I I think that that's what I, I gravitate see. towards maybe you're right cuz you know how when you rewatch things you're trying to understand what the artist was going for that made this but we're sitting with him right here and <laughs> telling us that like what his mindset was and I'm just like shattered over here like oh man that's not what I but if I rewatched it, I'd be like, yeah, you're right. They tried. They wanted to go camping, man. Yeah. They were like, let's do this. Go check out Solo. It's on YouTube. Nexus Vagabond Pictures, right? Yeah, yeah, man. I, yeah, that, that's really all it is, and that's all it's going to be. You know what I mean? Like, I got my career situated, and that was one of the things. You know, things things haven't really played out the way I wanted them to, and, and that's not to that's not to say that things are bad. They're not. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I made my way into the architecture uh, industry to uh, make my career in yeah. that. And like, yeah. that has actually been, and it's, it's so fucking crazy, bro. Cause when I was younger, my mom used to always tell me like, find a way to like make a career and then like do your stuff on the side. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I was always like, no, like I'm gonna do this is it, right? Yeah. And like, it just kept hurting me, bro. Cause we're not in LA. But bro, like, it's the American dream, bro. Dude. You were, you, you, the way you described it, like you're trying to move up out of poverty. You need things to make it right right now. That's like the classic American dream yeah, right there. Man. Pull yourself up from your bootstraps, son. Straight up. Like type of shit. And it's really not plausible. It, it's really difficult, And most man. adults know that. And maybe that's why your mom would tell you like, you know, do this because now look back she's like i don't even know what i did but this is probably more logical yeah. but as a child coming into the world the real world like i keep bringing that up the real world as it yeah. is yeah. is rough rough dude you know it's not no babysitting no hand holding like oh, it's no, not man. like that the real world is not like that no man i mean looking back at it i mean that's exactly what i ended up doing bro like now that i got like my career you know what i mean like yeah. and i'm still like and i and i love architecture man like yes. studying architecture and working in architecture for the past uh a year now actually um, it's been a real joy, man. I mean, it's been it's been another creative outlet for me, and it's so funny yeah. how like I've come across, for example, um, Nick Nick Ray. He's a director that also inspires me. He's the guy that made uh, Rebel Without a Cause. Um, he actually studied under Frank Lloyd Wright as an architect before he became a film director. You know what I mean? Like, there, and there's so many architects that I've come across, and like when I was studying architecture in college, like um, that, like have a hand in screenwriting or other being painters, and it's just like, um, I feel so centered now, bro. Like because now that I have this, where every day I'm coming up with um, with the architects, like I'm working on designs, working out blueprints, working out these jobs. You know, what I mean, tackling how to make this drawing look like you know satisfying, bro. Like just by like gray lines, darker gray lines, different shades of gray type deals, and like that then I go home and like now I could like fucking breathe yeah. because now I could work on my films now I can write now I could watch my movies and like I'm not stressing about my bills being paid like yeah and and really honestly uh it's funny because a coworker was like why don't you make film uh, a career and I was like nah like I don't I'm not I'm not like keyed into like wanting to go into the industry like I'm okay like if a studio comes knocking bro like don't get me wrong like if the deal's right I'll take it but I get what you mean but right. it's like I'm just gonna do what I gotta do, bro, and I'm gonna keep making yes, sir. Gonna, <laughs> give me another one of them Zen babies. Shout out to Zen Bobway. Yes, sir. In his we're talking about them nicotine pouches, folks. Yes, sir. Yeah, Bobways were. But yeah, man, it, it's that's that's pretty much where it, what it's all come down to, bro. And uh, you know, I just be out here, bro. I just be out here. Yeah. I tried comedy uh, a couple years ago. Like how'd that go? What do you mean? <laughs> like, explain. <laughs> I went to a, I did a, I did an open mic once. 
You know, what one I mean? time, one time. Bro. Okay, okay, okay. I did, I did an open mic once, and uh, it was pretty chill, man. It was, it was pretty chill. It was actually, uh, it was a pretty crazy story. Where was this at? Yeah, yeah tell more. Yeah, dude, dude, dude tell the story, bro. Dude, yeah, so, we're here now. Yeah, bro. So I met this girl. Uh, she, um, she was in a production with me, and she was like, "Come see me do stand up." I was like, "All right, for sure, whatever, y'all." So I went to this spot where, where since she's like, "I signed you up." No, no, so, so. Oh, shit. Just, I don't just, I, you show up and she's like, I put your name on the list. Like, what? Yeah, dude. So I had to write like three bits. But anyways, that's not even the crazy part, bro. Prior to that, dude. So like, I went to go, I just met her, dude. And like, I go uh, to the spot, right? So she's like, I'm hungry. All right, cool. Let's go get something to eat. And she's like, I'll take my car. Cool, whatever. So we're, we're hanging out um, at this like curry spot somewhere in Clovis or something, like getting some food, right? And then, um. So I was like, oh, so, like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, how'd you come here or whatever? And she's just like, oh, like, I'm from Canada or whatever. I just moved here. Oh, cool. She's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a sex worker. And I was like, that's cool. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I was? I was just like, all right. She's like, yeah, it's, uh, it's easy for me to get guys in my car. And I was just like, bruh. This is before the fucking open mic, dog. This is, I just met you her, You have sat bro. where many have, men have sat before in this car. Dude, it, that blew my, she never said she was joking, bro. Yeah. To this day. She, well, and, maybe she was, though. Maybe she was. I, and it was she just, wanted to see what you would say. Bro, I looked at the door. So, I'm just kidding. Fuck. Dude, I looked at the door <laughs> handle, right? So I'm, I'm in her passenger seat, bro, and I look at the door, and I'm like, dude, if I see a whip drive into this parking lot, I'm doing the dash, bro. I'm running. So I look at the door and she's like, huh, that door doesn't open. I'm like, oh, bruh, she gonna kidnap me, bruh. You think that's what, yeah, she's like a vampire. But she didn't. I'm here. (laughs) But it was the craziest thing. Well, if you're here, you could be a vampire, bro. It was the craziest, that was the craziest experience, bro. And that was, and then I went and did like the open mic thing and all that. But yeah, I've never done it since. Wait, so like. Okay, well, wait, you can't just fast forward through that way. This is all before the open mic. Yeah, bro. Okay, so then you go, how do you go in there and find out you're on the list? Like, you just go in there and she's like, yeah, come on, let's go. Dude, so I showed up and then she was like, I got you on the list. And then I was trying to write my bits and then she's like, I'm hungry. So then I was like, okay, well, we got some time, right? Oh. So then we went to go. So, like, that whole story happened in between me knowing I'm going to be doing an oh, open whoa. mic and then me going up to do So the did open. you tell that story on stage? That would have been crazy. Huh? That would have been perfect. I should have. I shit you not. I just met this fucking chick. <laughs> this happened tonight. I'm going to tell the story, okay, for, for comedic effect. Like, you know, I mean, like, she would be like rolling. She literally bro. scared the shit out of me right now. Nah, man, that was crazy. That was crazy. That was a crazy experience. But I don't know, man. I, I haven't done an open mic or tried comedy ever since, man. Yeah. Well. <laughs> if I ever do, bro, I'm telling that. that that's a bit. Well, I mean, so it didn't go well? No, nah, I don't think it went well. No. Were you the last to go? Somewhere around there, bro. I said some type of joke. I remember back in the day, there was that joke um, that's like, when you see the brown signs in Clovis, you turn around. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, so I remember, because t- we were in Clovis, so I was like, yeah, it's my first time in Clovis, you know what I mean? Like, I just told that joke, it landed. It was like a very basic joke. That's funny. Yeah, and then uh, some dude was just like, you look Arabian. <laughs> I was like, what? A heckler? <laughs> no, like, I look like Middle Eastern. He was no, just but like, a heckler in the crowd? Like, yeah, was like you look think, Arabic. Yeah, bro. <laughs> what? It was, it was crazy, bro. It was pretty funny. Honestly, I kind of want to go back to an open mic. I would have been like, shut the fuck up. This is my time. I'm telling a story about what happened tonight with this crazy chick that's sitting right here. She, she, she was, was, stand up. Say hello. <laughs> <laughs> She's sitting right here. 
Uh, you know, I don't even know what happened to her, bro. Like, I, I don't. God knows where she's at these days, but uh, yeah, hopefully, yeah. she's not fucking scaring the shit out of other dudes like that. Dude, she might be, cause she said that many men have sat in this mm-hmm. position before, in your position that you're sitting in right now. Straight up, man. Unless so, she was joking, cause she was funny, cause she was an open mic. She was an open micer, dude. She was yeah. an open micer, bro. And open micers are wild. You know what I mean? It's co- comedy's they wild. There, there's no limits, bro. They kind of are, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I man. did open mic one time about go? a year ago. It didn't, go, it didn't go very well either. <laughs> yeah, bro. Honestly, I thought it'd be funnier, but it was like, oh no, I, I fucking way overthought this. I think you it know? is fucking tough, dude. Yeah, bro. I just show up alone skis you know <laughs> fucking like on a Wednesday night at the Chico's in Old Town Clovis cause they that's do, where it was at that's you know, where it happened in that's, that back fucking room yeah well it's tight they have a little bar right there it's the Chico's yeah. so if you're there in time you get bomb ass food um they got beer at least and shit right like they got something they got drinks like you know and uh they got a thing, bro. People show up. I seen hella people there, and I was like, oh, shit. The list was like 30 people deep, bro. I was Damn. like 30 on the list. I was literally the last person to go, right? That's so cool. I thought I had to get there around like 7, 8 or something. I'm like, no, shit, I'm going to be here for hours now just watching <laughs> other people either do good or like, you know, not land or whatever the fuck. Because there's bro. there's profe- like kind of semi-professional or professional people that yeah. would come in all of a sudden. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this is like a real comedy thing. <laughs> me alone, bro, trying to find bros near me. Like, dude, someone talk to me about what you're feeling right bro, now. They're looking at you like competition, bro. Yeah, and that's even, all it is. They so don't even like, want to Most of the people in here out. are actually comics. Like, they're all trying to, or they're trying to do something, you know, stand up, walk up yeah, type man. shit. You know what I mean? And it's crazy because, you know, you step foot in there and you're like, oh shit, like, I'm going to get on, I'm just going to get on stage and say my shit and drop the mic and walk the fuck out of here. It's like, no, that's not how it's going to work. You're going to sit around and get tortured in hell for a little while because you don't know shit. Fuck yeah, like three minutes, bro. Three minutes of hell. No, I don't, I don't know how long it was. Yeah, you're right. It was probably like a minute. Dude, one of the dudes. So, so when I was up three, there. Yeah, and they light you up, yeah. right? And then, honestly, I was the last person to go. So they could have probably just let me go, but they didn't. They still <laughs> lit me up. <laughs> they're like, all right, get the fuck off the stage, fucker. Bro, I remember when I was up there, I sat down on the stool, right? So then one of the dude's criticisms when I got off stage, I, he treated me like as if I was trying to make this a career or some shit, which I did try, right? But then I was like, nah, this ain't it. He was like, hey, man, look, man, like, only professionals sit down. Like, you got to stand. I'm like, motherfucker, what? <laughs> like, it's yeah. okay. mic, bro. My bad. Yeah, My bad, bro. Almost like they're just fucking with you, dude. <laughs> I tell you, a lot of those guys are just fucking with people because they they know it's funny. And then yeah. they can go on stage literally and be like, this is the kind of shit I say to people. And then it's funny. It's yeah. like, what the fuck? There's this one guy that goes up there. Both times I've been there to see comedy or be there for the show somehow. i seen the same guy that just talks really fucking slow. And he's just really good at it. Really funny because it's really boring. He's <laughs> yeah. like the dry eyes guy, like clear eyes, like, you know, Bueller, like the boring ass people yeah. in the world are somehow kind of funny. I don't know why that is. Yeah, it's great. Because it's weird. Because it's odd. You know what I mean? It's but I mean, to go back every week or whatever, bro, I don't think you're that funny. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. You yeah. find another spot. Like, I don't know. But I'm just hating from the outside looking in because I didn't do good. What the fuck? I went up there and talked about when I, I was talking about how, like, when I was in jail, they got weed in there and they would like auction it off and like you'd be betting soups and shit and then it's like how the fuck are we gonna smoke this we're inside <laughs> how did it get in here bro? I don't want some butthole weed like, what is, Yo, what's a strain is, like yeah. fucking uh, black black dream or like brown dream like you know what I mean like Yo, dude, Cooper dream, dream yeah, yeah dream like you know fucking I don't know I was making up a bunch of names bro God, and I was man. just like I was up there just going on and on and then they lit me up and I was like yeah I really didn't even finish the story Yo. bro what am I doing like you know Yeah. and then I had to go home 
You drive home <laughs> thinking about how, yeah, you'll probably not do that again. Yeah, no, no. I, it was maybe you done. will. Maybe you'll go back and just fucking slay it and not give a fuck. Come in there like not giving uh, a shit. Yeah, You know, man. that's how you got to come in, I guess. But uh, other than that, no, like, yeah, you, you know what? This girl's strategy that took you there. This is the person you have to be. You have to go pick up some random guys, or, or if you're a guy, go pick up some random Scare chicks, shit out of some him. homeless person. Fuck it. <laughs> On the way there to tell, talk about it. It's a strategy, bro, to get wild. Be like, you know what I did before I got here? I fucking fingered it. I fingered an old man's asshole. Like, yeah. what? Why? <laughs> <laughs> to talk about it on stage. Like, bro, for what? all I know, that story, that experience I had is her bit, and she's probably yeah. like on Tony Kills or she's, Kill Tony or something. She's some practicing shit. on you, too. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm about to go there, I'm going to say this shit. Do you think that's well, funny? She's going to give you royalties now. She thought you, were, you thought she was serious, and, she, and she's like, dang, I guess that didn't land because he actually like, wasn't funny. Was <laughs> but she never said she was kidding. She never said she was kidding. But does bro. a comic. It, imagine you don't stand like true. you're not. I'm just kidding. You're like immediately lost the room. Yeah. Like, oh, no. you're kidding. Well, we we thought you were kidding. <laughs> That's what we're here for. You'd almost have to say I'm just kidding, guys. Fuck. And ironically, you saying just kidding is 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 an oxymoron or whatever the fuck. Like you know. Bro, I kind of feel bad now because like yeah. she. I, we went she to was a stand up. Awesome. Yeah, you like, miss her. That, that's actually pretty good. Shout out, what's her name? I don't even remember Come her name. Find George. Dude, dude she, that's a good. She's a good comic. She's a good comic. We'll find her. <laughs> no, watch some Kill Tony, and she's gonna be on there, bro. Yeah, bro. Honestly, I've never watched way. Kill Tony. I, I need to watch oh, Kill man. Tony, bro. But yeah, dude, uh, I tried that. Was a one and done, man. I've tried a lot of different things, man. Try to make a lot of different things a career. I did that clothing shirt for a long time too. What man. do you mean clothing? Uh, you stay grinding, it? man. Oh sure. yeah, stay grinding. I might have had a shirt, bro. I swear. Yeah, that was big, man. And I kind of just woke up one morning and was just like, I don't really have any ideas, and uh, just stopped doing it. <laughs> like, it was fun, man. That was a big part of uh, my life when I was like 18, 19, 20, man. Like, you know, we were, that shit was crazy, bro. Yeah, crazy experience. Well, man, that's good, though, that you were, like, at least out about free getting it. Uh, you were amplified. You were, you were, uh, what'd you call it? You had your hustle on, bro. Like, you yeah, were man. staying grinding, bro. You know what Literally, it is? Literally, we're like, I'm going to make a brand called Stay Grinding because that's all I do. That's all I do. Yeah, like, man. You, you know what it is, man? It just comes down to, like, when you don't got shit to do, like, like you just, I just find shit to do, bro. Like, I just start, I don't know, just do shit. I remember, like, me and my buddies after high school, we played, like, flag football for a little bit. Like, mm. And that was like our fucking thing, yeah. you know? Like, we're the best flag football players ever. Yeah, man. I skated for a long time, you know? Like, and then, like, and everything, you know what's funny is like growing up, it's like everything that I did, I always like wanted to like make it as big as it can be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, like when I started skating when I was younger, I was like, dude, I'm gonna fucking have my own skateboard, bro. You know? Well, I'll say this. I feel like you've landed a lot of opportunities and things that were awesome over the years doing such a thing. But I think that there's, that's bound to come more likely to like a good resolution for you somehow. Yeah, man. Later in life, you mo know what I'm saying? Dude, most definitely, bro. Like, it's cool, man. Like, I mean, like, I mean, fuck, I'm not old. I'm fucking 27. But like, at 27, dude, like, I mean, I feel like I've done, I've lived a lot of different lives. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you have all might, these names, bro, dude. on Instagram. Oh, gosh, <laughs> bro, like, I can't even keep up with them. Like, <laughs> You but, know? you know, now, these days, dude, I, I really, uh, I, like I said, man, I mean, lately I've been just gravitating towards the acting. I feel like the acting shit, dude, like, it really just captures, like, uh, this, this like, way of experiencing different things. Like, I've been multiple different, I, I was fucking Plankton, bro, and Spongebob the Musical, shit. What? You know what I mean? Like, I was Plankton and Spongebob the Musical, bro, like. What? Like, that was pretty cool, man. Do the like, voice. Um, laugh while you can. 
I don't know. That was like a part of the song yeah. that I sang. But yeah. yeah, he would sing like that. I bet you he would sing like that. Yeah, it was so funny. If you would have, if if you would have driven by that, if you would have driven in the alley of Selma Art Center around that time, you would have caught a plankton smoking a cigarette like outside the alley, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Like, that would have been sick. <laughs> Like, dude, I'd be like, dude, like, every every chance I had, dude, during every performance, I'd be in the alley, bro, just fucking... See, if only TikTok was the thing then, bro, you would have been legit famous overnight, like, like you were talking the, about, right? Like the accessibility thing. of tools, though, because, like, now it's it's so interesting to sit here across the table from someone who hustled so hard, who did these things, right? But then there's some people that literally will blow up literally overnight. Yeah, literally man. from 1 p.m. evening where the sun's going down to the morning when they wake up, they're like millions of people yeah, have man. seen this already and liked it. Like, but you know what's crazy about that? And I think about shit like that too because like I haven't really captured a moment like that in my life and I'm kind of glad I have it because at the end of the day, bro, we're, we live in America where there's a free market, right? Like, yeah. Everything's a business, right? Yeah, so like so like if you were to blow up tomorrow morning, dog, you're going to have people ready to start making you a business tomorrow fucking by noon. Come to me with these deals. I'll shoot them all down. Yeah, you know Trump I mean? them all. Like, oh, no, no, no. I don't want that deal. But, but it, it, I feel like that's what happened with me with like stay grinding, man. Like you know, like when shit started to get real, you know what I mean? Like real, like the business got real, yeah, things real got money. real. Fuck, I, like yeah. I was, I wasn't ready, bro. Like I remember, I had this dude wanting to buy stay grinding off me, like the whole brand, and I was just like, nah, dude, it's cool. Like I'm just gonna kill it. Like. I don't want you to have it, but I, but now looking back, I'm like, damn, bro. If I would have been more like business minded, you know, like I could have, I could have made some money. But it is what it is. It, it is, is what it is. It is what it is. And at the end of the day, bro, everything that I've done has always just been like shits and gigs, but with like a serious tone. You know what I mean? A serious tone, but still like shits and gigs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Got to do shits and gigs, bro. Wow. Yeah, I mean. yeah, man. But yeah. Uh, I know that your film making time, uh, you've done a lot of write music right you produce these things you edit these things bro like but also the set itself mm. is what i want to focus on kind okay. of in a weird way right like the props in the scene especially ones that are hyper focalized on mm. like uh what's it called brother after sister where like there's pepperonis right like it's super focalized on the pepperonis yeah like, man right? Um, I want to give a shout out. I want to give a shout out to uh, Salvador Dali, man, and Luis Buñuel, man. Those are some very like um, they're surrealist. Like I got the Dali clock right here, you know. So like I, when I came across surrealism, bro, like I feel like when I was younger, man, that really gravitated with me because it was, I mean, surrealism, you know what I mean, absurdity, you know. Yeah. And, and it was like another way to try to tell tell a story. And I think Brother After yeah. Sister was my my Unchen Andalou. That was a, a film that Dali and Luis did in like the twenties, where it was like hyper surreal. And I was trying to tell this story about like, like deprivation, like no, not deprivation. That's not the word. Deprivating. I don't know. I don't fucking know the word. But anyways, like she's like she gets this news and it's like killing her, bro. And then like, you know, like if you're like for example, bro, like if we're roommates, right? And like you come home and you're like in this sad mood. It's kind of going back to what we're talking about with the homies. Like you come in and you're in this sad ass depravity. Mood. Yeah, bro. And like, yeah, yeah, and like I want to fucking depravity. party. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, I want to fucking party, dog. Like, I want to yeah. do a bender, right? Yeah. And then it's like your vibe and my vibe just clashed. Yeah. What happens? And that's what brother after sister. Because like growing up with siblings, you know what I mean? Like, even though we're all in the same house, it doesn't mean we're all in the same like fucking frequency. Like, yeah. And I feel like, dude, like as as siblings, like dogs, bro, or animals, or anything, like. You get somebody in a different frequency, like coming across a person in another frequency, bro. Like they're about to, they're about to clash, bro. Like they're about to clash, and that's what brother after sister is, bro. Like this brother wants to go out and party, and then this sister's like, 
fucking depressed over this news, and then what happens? Two high energies clash. Boom. Mayhem. You know what I mean? And that's all it was, dude. I mean, me and my siblings have been in that. Me and my brother, Emilio, like, um, shout out my bro. Love him to death, you know? Like, we, we've been in those situations where, like, you know what I mean? Like, we shared a room growing up. So, like, sharing a room with somebody, you know what I mean? Like, childhood. Yeah, there's a lot of arguments that happen over, like, something dumb as hell, you know what I mean? And yeah. that's all brother after sister was. But you can take that to the real life, you know what I mean? Like, you go to fucking McDonald's and you're in the happiest mood wanting to buy a fucking two Big Macs. But then the, the cashier is, like, fucking pissed, right? Yeah, yeah, right, right. That's a clash, you know? Yeah. And it's all just a case study of a situation that's clashing. I get you. But the pepperonis indicate, you know what I mean? Like, I wanted that to, to represent, like, especially when she's biting the pizza and it's on that, like, the pepperonis are falling on her, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she's biting into the pizza. It's, like, really, like, saying, like, she's eating herself alive. Like, she's letting this, her emotions, like, take over and, like, kill her. Right. No, I got yeah. that from that for sure. Yeah. What really made me laugh, though, was when she was chilling on the couch when she first was reading the bad news or whatever. <laughs> and then she, she's, she's just laying there and all of a sudden a pepperoni, a hand sticks out and puts a pepperoni on her forehead. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? <laughs> and then it, you keep rolling and then she's holding this piece of paper all sad looking at a picture. And she's it says bad news, bad news, bad news. And then I had to pause it. Because I was like, what, is it? what else does it say on there? And like, I paused it and zoomed in a little. And it says, like, something probably about her lover being <laughs> sad or something like that. I was like, yeah. oh, my God. I was on my – dude, you know what's funny about that film, bro, is um, I shot that with Blake's Canon T2i. I didn't even know how to use a camera, bro. I didn't even know how to use a camera, but I fucking pulled it off. Yeah. I just wanted to make that make that shit happen. You yeah, know? yeah. But, yeah, that, 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 that film – I feel like that film had so much energy that I haven't captured since. Right. Like, I haven't gotten to that level ever since then. Like, all my other films after that have been way different. Yeah. But uh, who knows, man? I might try to tap back in, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but the props and stuff, though, that's what's so interesting about it. It's like, everything has a purpose in film. Yeah. Uh, Coke can in the background is placed there on purpose for intention and marketing. Somehow, yeah. there was a shareholder that was like, let's go make them happy. You know, oh, Check this time. out, boom. And it makes money somehow, indirectly. You see a fucking, uh, this badass character in some movie where there's a bunch of action going on, driving a Chevy Cruze or some dumb shit. You want to buy it now. You know what I mean? Because, hey, they're, that, yeah. that person's badass and they drove that car, so I want that car. Like, you know, doesn't mean it's a great car, maybe even. Like, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know what's mad funny? But it's, it's there for a reason, is what I'm saying. No, so, dude. like, imagine all these things you try to compile, they go in there for a reason. And the reason why I bring up placements in general is just because. You know, uh, right now, like, there's a lot of, le quote-unquote, legacy media coverage. What's right? that? Meaning, like, uh, the classic medias, bro. Like, the classic CNBC or fucking oh, okay. CNN and all these people that have been around for Fox News. They've been around for a long time. They keep on. They're, like, the mainstream narrative, right? Mm. But then there's, like, some people would argue the hipsters out there, like yourself and I, probably would be like, well, what's really mainstream anyways? Like, mm. you know, because there's the main mainstream, and then there's, like, the sub-mainstream that people, like, actually like watching more, maybe. And then there's stuff that's, like, deep in the background, right? Yeah. But there's stuff that's like in the medium land that people listen to more than the legacy media, like the main mainstream, right? So there has to be like degrees. So I feel like that's why they call them like legacy media and shit okay. or whatever. Legitimate sources even beyond that, right? Keep bringing up UFO stuff, right? It's like they're putting little props into the fucking scene, right? And they're like, yo, check this out. Yeah. Down in Mexico, they just had a thing where they met with the congressman and then it's like this fucking, this guy <laughs> that already duped some people once and got in trouble for it and he's like, there again. Trying to say that, look at these ETs, bro, and shit. 
I love how it actually looked like E.T., right? Yeah. It was so funny. Yeah, everyone everyone that saw it said that, too. Like, it's like, yeah, okay, okay. But, perfect you know, alien. hey, I want to believe, bro, okay? But, like, why is it now become this weird, like, mm. agenda, right? Why are they putting these props and these things in place, this form of narrativizing some kind of understanding of if aliens are real, there needs to be someone to do something about it or something. It's like it's always yeah, framed yeah. that way too, you know. Well, always. You think we could even do something about that? I don't think we could really. No, do I much. don't know, but it's like it, it. It essentially, I feel like, is possibly up for grabs, mm. like terrorism. I'm kind of comparing it to the, you know, the 20, you know, 2001 to 2020. Because, like, I don't know what happened to terrorism. Like, it never comes up in the, in the news anymore. Oh, you know, it's still mean. going on, right? Yeah. Like, you know, but it was almost like a wave of a narrative that ended, ended. Like, you know, now there's a new global agenda, right? Like, some people, like, say it's conspiracy, but it's, like, it's weird to watch the ne- media focus and hyper-focalize on different issues. Kind of like COVID, like, where it's just, like, poof, gone. Wasn't it coming shh, back or something shh, like that? Okay, it's back. Oh, be afraid. Ah, you know, like, it's like that, bro. Like, be afraid. Ah, COVID, like, COVID left, right, with the hairstyle of the It went on time. vacation, bro. Yeah. Went to the Bahamas yeah. for a cool minute, you yeah, know. Yeah, man. Came back out. with a new hairstyle, yeah. you know. So, yeah. what's up? Yeah, like, long hair now, yeah. A like, new yeah. at on Instagram, you know what I mean? He's got the mullet, bro. He yeah, went the mullet, bro. The OG <laughs> one, too. The 90s Came mullet, back too. with the mullet, bro. Yeah. But, like, it's just, I'm not even kidding, bro. It's like, the fact that it's in the news so much is what I'm saying, yeah. is weird. As if it's like some kind of prop in the movie of uh, the sh- of, of social circumstances and the way people communicate about things and think that something is a threat to them, right? Mm. And I feel like it could be just like some kind of money grab at this government-sponsored like uh, uh, like cash grab, kind of like saying like we need to develop a sector to protect the American people against these unknown variables, mm. blah blah. Word it all weird, right? Like they do with everything, <laughs> and and it'll basically essentially fund this other sector in the government that a lot of your tax dollars will go to, and it won't be audited or auditable apparently and shit. No one will know where most of the money went or anything, but it'll go there, and then lots of money will get. Uh, on on the job of protecting the American public against alien or whatever else is going <laughs> on, right? Like some blanket ass term, like you know, I don't know, man. It's Shit. weird because it's like, what are they doing? Why is it such a thing? Or is it just like a test? Like, what will, are people afraid of this? Really? Like, are oh, they afraid yeah. of this Shit? Yeah. Like, are, are they even tripping about it? Like, let's look at their messages between. Let's listen to this podcast where Tyler asks George, "What does he think about UFOs and aliens?" You know, what do they think? Are they afraid? Do they mm. think it's it's time? Do they want that kind of weird type of social? Like, I don't know. There's geo-engineers, social engineers of all types, right? I feel you. No, I, I feel what you're saying, bro. Because I thought about that when that whole alien shit came out. And I was just like, dude, the amount of memes that hit, I was like, bro, are we even scared? Like, are remember we? that movie Signs? Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that movie Signs? Yes. Talk that shit about scared it. the living shit out of me when I was a kid. I didn't Thank even want to watch Because I remember, right, dude, growing up, bro. Night, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I remember watching that when I was like six years old, right? And it fucking frightened me, bro. Like, yeah. I couldn't sleep with the lights mm-hmm. off at mm-hmm. all until mm-hmm. probably I was like 27. Oh, shit. I was like, like still. 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 Still scares the fuck out of me. Okay. But anyways. But <laughs> signs, though. <laughs> I remember watching signs and watching those aliens come out during daytime. And I was like, bruh, now I have to be scared of the day? <laughs> and the night, oh, oh. Hell. it was tough for a six-year-old, bro. Like it was tough. It yeah, was, it was I was like, I was like eight, right? Like if you were six, I was like eight, bro. And like I remember that movie. And Allison and I were in this house mm. talking about that just days ago. I swear to God, like maybe last night, 
I'm not even kidding about signs and how it, we need to watch it again now because I need to see it now because I bet you it wouldn't scare me like it used to scare me yeah. for some reason because now that you're some be, be, being so like D, uh, D, what is it, like conditioned to be okay with whatever the fuck's going on and like that's why I think it's kind of gaslighting to keep telling the American public that there may be UFOs and we don't know and uh, the federal government comes out and says they're not sure. Like it's like, what the fuck? What do you mean? They came out of nowhere with that shit. Like, you know? But you know what's a trip about movies too though, bro, is that like, well, back in the day there was all these movies like The Fly or like The, the Thing or like the, This from the Lagoon or whatever it was, right? It was all about these, like, monster-esque things. And, and it's like, horror films are so crazy now because everything has to do with, like, Catholicism. Nuns and fucking... Yeah. The exorcists. Cults. And, and it's like, yeah. bro, I was asking one of my friends the other day, I was like, bro, like, I was like, dude, I, I'm just tired of this. Like, are you tired of this? Like, am I tired? I'm, I'm tired of horror films only being nuns and all that. But remember at one point, it was, like, aliens and yeah. fucking it was a monsters. Time, right? was you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's like I wonder. If it also could just be like to scare you of uh, a lot of things. It may work in co- in like in tandem with the political yeah. sphere, big time, right? It's like the a, Cold it's War an outlet, so too, you man. focus on those are the demons of the world and those are the monsters in the world. And really, it's like the politicians a lot of the time they're taking your money and not doing anything with it. In fact, they're funding war, like mm. you know things like that that make you aggressive. Maybe if you take out the aggression, watching some scary mil- movie, and then you go to sleep every night fearing the boogeyman. But really, the boogeyman is the one that's keeping you down. <laughs> <laughs> makes you barely afford to go watch a movie these days like you know what i mean yeah like, man but you see that you see all that all that hype about that new movie the creator you know so like yeah, AI, i feel yeah. like ai is going into like this new maybe like horror-esque yeah thriller-esque shit and yeah. it's like that movie looks like shit bro i'm not gonna lie like yeah. i'm sick of the i'm sick of these movies man it's like i want someone to die in these movies bro like remember remember jurassic park remember the first movie yeah where the dude fucking was taking a shit and got eaten up by a t-rex yeah dude remember it was fucking wild. texas remember? chainsaw massacre the girl that's got her tits out always dies yeah, first dude. in scary movies right like that's appropriate apparently no it's not <laughs> <laughs> that was a thing bro and i think that also like we remember somehow this nostalgic view of film yeah. But it's evolved so much, just like all the narratives have, just like the different, uh, like, remember the Cold War? My parents would live through the Cold War, right? Yeah. They would always tell me about the Cold War, bro, and how they have to get under the desks and shit all the fucking time and be d- deathly afraid uh, at any moment that nuclear war could happen, you know? And now we're kind of in that similar situation, but I don't see them telling me to make sure that you know where to stand under a desk with it, you know, because they know it was bullshit at the time when they were kids. That they would be obliterated. If there was an atomic bomb drop, they wouldn't be under the desk and be fine. It's not an earthquake or some shit where yeah. some debris might fall and you will not get hit in the head, right? It's like you will be obliterated, like <laughs> dust in the wind. Like, you know, <laughs> literally, bro. <laughs> you know, yeah, donezo. Folks, this is Tyler Colombaro from the Symbiosis Now Network. I want to shout you out real quick and say thank you for listening to the Symbiosis Now podcast. If you're into podcasts, if you know someone that's a farmer, a friend of a farmer, a horticulturalist, a scientist, an uh, agronomist, a PCA, a grape grower, you name it, send them over to check out the Cali Ag podcast where we discuss all things California agriculture. You can find the link in the description to that podcast. And while you're at it, go give us a follow on Instagram at symbiosis.now.network. Let's get back to the show. 
the, dude, the amount of humor that we're around all the time now. Like, think about how many fucking funny-ass reels you get on Instagram daily. Oh, bro, I'll like, laugh dude, my we're, dick off. Yeah, bro. bro. I'll laugh so hard at shit. I, I have to stay away from it. It's all like crack. Like, dude. Yeah. But we're... But we're giggly. There's so much... Like, I thought about that. I was like, dude, I love... I love when my cousin sends me TikToks on... Like, I don't have TikTok, but he'll text me TikToks. Uh, that, yeah, he gets like, you anyways. We yeah. have group chats with my cousin and my friends, you know? Yeah. And we have all these reels for days, dude. Just yeah. hilarious shit. But then I think, like, bro, but, like... We're so bombarded with a lot of this humor. At, like, there's all this humor that, like, are we being, like, persuaded another route? Like, there's so much serious shit we could be talking about. But, like, and then, dude, I could be a hypocrite. Well, I could distraction say is really important. Yeah. But also, it's it's a tool against, like, I'm uh, focusing on real issues, for sure. But I think that most of us, we crave distraction. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, that's why people have the drug abuse problems, right? Usually they want to run away. They want some kind of distraction. They need to not feel what the fuck they're feeling. Like, that's an extreme, maybe. But, like, other people just... They just want to tune out. They want to distract themselves with something funny that happened fucking two years ago, but it's still fucking funny. Yeah, like, you know, like I think about Vines. Vines is like the Fuck, OG TikTok. Bro. But I remember in high school, like that was the shit. That, that was, was the, the shit. shit. I still, you could, you could look on YouTube. Like vines that kick ass or vines that still rock, like because people know they still like they hit, bro. They're funny, bro. That, yeah, that content man. will forever be like like America's funniest home videos on, on the next level. And then TikTok is like the global America's home video like edition or whatever, like where it's anybody in the world posting shit usually. Yeah. And it's just a, a mind fuck, bro. Because it could be anything. You scroll from one thing and it's something, and the next thing is something completely different but that's that's exactly why i don't know if i can even make this film shit a career because like i'm not down for that like i'm not down to go make tiktoks i'm not down to go promote myself in that i don't why not because i'm just not i don't i don't know man i just don't want to be involved i feel like like, how do these other dopes do it all day long though i know but i don't if they do it because i'm not a dope you know what I mean? No, I'm just kidding. I don't mean to call them dopes, dude. But, but like, they spend a lot of these people I they like to do that. They spend a lot of time yeah, doing that. Yeah, and no. then they do it and they're successful off. I totally know? respect it. I've only met like one person that actually here in the Valley that's, that does TikTok, right? And I respect it. But for me, dude, deep down, bro, like, I'm not about to be, even on Instagram, for example, like, I even just told myself recently, like, dude, like, I'm done sharing my personal life on social media. Like, social media, I'm only going to use just to be like, hey, this film's coming out, or like, I'm in this play, or. Yeah. I'm doing this. But other than that, bro, like, I'm not trying to use my life as a currency, bro. I don't, I'm so happy, bro, that none of my bills get paid off of the internet. And this is just subjective, bro. This is just me. This is right. just me. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, my films, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to take the scenic route outside, like, trying to actually send them to, like, fucking theaters to get played, trying to send them to, like, places where people could actually view them, where people actually go sit down and watch them. Right. And like, that's like, shout out to the Secret Movie Club in LA, man. Like, they've, they've showed a lot of support. They've supported a handful of my films. And um, I've taken trips all the way down there, LA, just to sit there and, and like, watch other short films, dude. And like, I appreciate that. And like, if I could contribute to keeping that alive and there's no money being made, I'm okay with that. Yeah. But that's because I had to take this other route and have to make a career out of something else. And also, I enjoy this career because it's real. I, I'm not trying to talk shit on the internet or like anybody that makes money off the internet. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not real. It's real. Mm-hmm. But for me, dude, like, I'm cool off that, man. Like, I don't want that pressure. I don't want the stress of having to, to, to be posting every day. I don't want that stress of trying to keep an audience entertained on the internet. It's impossible, too. Dude, it's... To I'm get... Not, I mean, to keep a monopoly on someone's yeah, entertainment. Like, I'm not down, not dude. I'm not, I'm not down for that shit, You bro. ask someone what's their favorite, like, whatever, bro. They don't have one. Maybe they do, and then it's almost remarkable. 
Like if they have their one favorite artist, it's like, oh, whoa, that's crazy because that must mean like you don't like have access to the entire fucking accessibility of all music ever made right now. Like crazy, at your fingertips. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, so you can look man. up some people from South America that fucking play music right now, bro. Like you get yeah. some Peruvian psychedelic music, bro, right here, right now, dude. Yeah, on man. Spotify. I, just, I I don't know, man. I'm just uh, I'm just not down, dude. I'm just not down. Uh, well, I feel like I, f- I deal with that on, about this podcast, this network. I'm really not. I don't I don't have the time. I barely keep up with making Instagram clips, which are like reels, mm-hmm. but they're usually the logo with captions. But it's for the sm- you know the the short attention span, folks. I understand that. I'm like that too. I like to not be so invested. I like to listen for like a couple minutes at some point being made and be like, yeah, fuck yeah, and then scroll on, right? Yeah. That's what those outlets are for. Though, sadly like same with tiktok bro it's like oh my god you send it to people and then you you're laughing and you're looking at the comments and then eventually you're like okay on to the next one like yeah. and then you're sucked into that shit like you know and a lot of things are disheartening like i you know i used to feel like when i get on tiktok once i waited like a year or two after it came out i got on i'd see the comment section and be like man there's so many people that are supportive like a community but then of course it's going to turn into Facebook and MySpace and shit like, <laughs> over time. Because now I go to shit. Like some bit dude, some dude doing fucking workouts, bro. Gee, I seen this fucking reel the other day. This big ass, buff ass, full, tatted up, doing jailhouse workouts though, bro, right? Mm. And he was, okay, he didn't have a six pack and shit, but he was built as fuck. He would destroy me either, he probably e- either of us. Maybe drone. both of us, he's bro. Probably playing handball on that bro, motherfucker. He's bro. doing burpees and shit. He's doing like push-ups one-handed and like lifting hands. <laughs> oh, he's fuck. doing wild shit to some sick ass gangster beat, some ice cube beat or some shit. And I go to the comments and I'm and I, after a minute I just was watching. I was rewatching like dang, that takes some serious upper body strength. That guy's a big guy. For him to just kind of float like a feather like that, yeah. some wild shit. And then I'm thinking, man, that's crazy. And then I'm like, I'm going to go to the comments and, and appreciate other people being like, get down, bro, or something, right? No, like, first comments, fucking, uh, you qu- quit basically saying that, like, you don't get results. Quit <laughs> posting your jailhouse workout. Like, straight crazy. Dude, dude if this white ammo. boy was next to this fool in real life, that fool probably cut him down, bro. Oh, like, not bro. literally, but what the fuck, bro? Like, that shit why would you crazy. Say that? Yeah, man. Out of your element. But if you were in the same room, you would never say that out loud, most likely, to someone. Oh, fact. But somehow online, like, you can just say the cold hardest of shit and just scroll on, baby. And then go back to it when people are hating back. And you're like, oh, look, I'm going to send some bombs out real quick back to these blow these motherfuckers up. Yeah, and then they're going to, some of them are going to follow me and shit. And then I'm going to gain more followers. Like, people play the hate game, too. And oh, see, man. I don't want to play any of those games. Yeah, I'm too lazy. I'm not bro. that narcissistic. Ironically, even though I like to host podcasts, right? But I, I don't like to, like, video myself much. That's why the podcast still to this day remain audio podcasts, you know? And that's why that's why when we first talked, bro, that's why I was like, dude, if we're going to do this, we're going we're gonna to sit down together. That's why I was, remember when we first talked, I was like, bro, yeah. we, we got we to gotta do this face-to-face. I, I prefer this instead of doing, like, a, over the phone or something because I, I appreciate this moment because this moment is going to live forever. I'm, I'll, I will probably be able to, I'll be able to talk about this. You'll be able to talk about this in 20 years from now. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. This this is real. Yeah. I'm looking at you. Yeah. You got a little mustache going on. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. We both got the mustache. We do got the mustache, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. No, it's it's just you know, bro. Like with the internet, dude. Like, uh, I'm not I'm not trying to be on I'm not trying to be on there and try to prove to you who I am, right. bro. Like I like if I don't post anything that has to do with film for like fucking years, it doesn't mean I'm not like you don't gotta pull up on me like, hey, bro, what happened? Like, nah, dude. Like, I, when you see me outside right. the internet, I am who I am, 
And I learned that from Jim, bro. Jim Jarmusch, man, and like Werner Herzog, some filmmakers. You know, I appreciate so many film filmmakers from the past. That's where I get all my influence, bro. And it's like Jim Jarmusch made his, his debut film and went like four years without making another film. And I remember in an interview, he was just like, I really didn't know what to talk about next. So in those four years, think about if you had TikTok today or some shit, right? Four years go by without you posting something. Like, you just lost your entire audience. But, but back then, people were just waiting, fiending yeah, for it. Like, please put because something out. you gotta out. live, bro. Yes. You gotta live. And yes. I gotta, At like, least sell some merch, bro. Like, you know, now it's just everybody's got everything. Yeah, yeah no, overnight. dude. I'm not with it, bro. And I'm not And I'm then, not and then it's that. gone overnight, though. Oh, it's That's gone. That's the other side of the coin that we forget. It's like gambling, bro. Yeah. Out there on the TikTok sphere, right? It's like you're famous one day, and then you're desperate to maintain that following. And you have to do the same thing. You have to be the same person. Yeah. Oh it's not God, really who you whatever. are on there to maintain that following often. That's usually what people are looking for. Like White Claw Gabe, fucking, fuck baby, fuck baby, it's Friday baby, and he cl- cracks a White Claw and he chugs a White Claw. And That's he's all like, he fuck does? Fuck baby, fuck, yeah. Yeah, dude, he does like cameos and shit for like people like, happy birthday, fuck baby, Friday, fucking happy birthday baby, or something, and then chugs a White Like he does shit like that. God right? damn. That's how the internet knows him. And, and sadly, like if he posted something else, right? Yeah. Would 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 there be as many likes or comments at all? Like most likely not, or shares or any of that. No, that's why he only uploads like you know those kind of things because that's who they are. That's their you know, brand. You, dude. you, you said something important. You have to be who you are, no matter what. Nothing's worse than the catfish, bro. Like you know, and I think yeah. people are they're catfishing and gaslighting and thinking that that's normal in the modern day online, I think a lot. Cause like there's people that are like, they're a dork in real life. And you go to their Instagram or something and it's like, what the fuck, what, what is this? <laughs> this is like model shit, what the fuck? <laughs> do, bring that to real life, you know, do yeah. that. And oh, we're fucking doing it now. But instead, like, no, like it's just like, dude, it's a fakeness. There's a fakeness that I don't appreciate about a lot of things that are like, look at me too. But it's because um, I try to remain a balanced life too. You know, I don't want to be too uh, narcissistic or like, uh, what's a, what's the right w- word when you, you always look at yourself in the fucking mirror and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, vain, like vanity and know. shit. Okay, like, you okay. know what I mean? Like, I don't like to be uh, greedy or gluttonous. Like, I need more followers and shit. Like, yeah. I hate that, bro. I and mean, when you hear people talk about it, it's like, fuck, bro. Like, real world shit's going on. If you're worried about some, almost like some weird uh, parasocial connection, you know, followers important. Like, I appreciate anyone that's listening, but I'm saying, like, trying to gain so many that you're just, like, it's like numbers. It just becomes, like, a currency that you're just desperate for that you don't even really care about anymore. You know? Yeah. It's not dispensable. The listeners and shit, they're not dispensable people. They're not just currency. You know what I mean? They're really tuning in because of some cool shits being said or going down. Right? No, that, that, and that's that's exactly, what they really want to see. You know? That's exactly why. I, and, and if you're you, you, and then you, how do that, when you see them in real life and they're the same person, <laughs> Coolest shit you've ever probably seen. Especially <laughs> yeah. if that's really who they are. Yeah. Like, you know, that's fucking cool. No, man, that's exactly why when we did the premiere for I've Got a Feeling back in May, you know, we did a, a live premiere. You know what I mean? We did shout out Shallow End for, for giving us the space. You know what I mean? Got some chairs, put them up. You know what I mean? We got a little turnout, but I was appreciative just to sit back, bro, and like, you know, and, and I had a couple of buddies all over Cali um, send in their films, other filmmakers that I, that I enjoy. That and we just sat back and it was just a dude. It was an experience to be able to sit in the back because I was I was the project the the projectionist, and I'm playing these films and I'm looking around and I'm watching. I'm looking at people watch these films, reacting to them, laughing at them, like, and I'm watching them experience it, bro. Like right now on the internet, for example, like with the trailer out or when the film comes out, right on YouTube, like. I'm not going to be able to be able to say, oh, yeah, that's the spot that, like, really got the audience. I don't know. 
I, I don't know, and I want to know. Yeah. That's my thing, bro, and that's why I'm like, dude, okay, well, if I'm not gonna, if I'm not gonna hustle and put grit in to make it into the industry, then like, and this is what I actually care about more, then I gotta pack my, and that's what, one day to another, bro, like last year, so last year I was a creative writing major, fucking acting, and I was like fully focused on how do I, how do I get into the industry as a screenwriter, try to become a fucking director, all this shit, right? But then when I realized, like, but bro, like, you complain about all of this shit in the modern day, like, you don't even want to be in that industry. And when I realized that, I was like, oh, shit. Okay, I got to pack my bags and go somewhere else. So the next morning, I was like, well, I'm going to do architecture then. Because, like, that's real. I got I got to go and actually do it. You know what I mean? I got to go and fucking physically work on shit. Yeah. And, like, that's when I realized I actually don't want to be in that industry, really. I don't want to deal with that shit. Yeah, yeah. I also don't want to deal with being somebody that, like, has their life in the forefront on the internet. Like, I don't want fucking people to be commenting about, like, who I'm dating. Yeah. Or what I look like. Yeah, and shit. Bro. Like, bro, oh, what the fuck? Oh, but, my, you know, it really, if fuck? even if you don't have that audience, right, people would say these things if you did have that audience, right? But it should mean the same. It should mean nothing because it's all like assholes. We all got them. They all mm-hmm. stink. It's an opinion. You ever heard of it? True, true, It true. stinks, bro. Like, you know, most of our opinions are, like, all super lopsided, to yeah. say the least. You know, like we're all biased oh, with big our time. opinions. Big time. You know, uh, but that, speaking of opinions, you know, what I mean, and that's one thing that going into going into these films, you know, all it is is in a, like when when I read a book or, or like when I, if you were a painter and I see your painting, bro, I'm not gonna fucking tell you you should have made her dress green. Yeah, what the fuck? what the fuck? No, you wanted you wanted me to experience her dress being red. That's your opinion. I could have my opinion, but I'm not gonna criticize you for making that decision. Yeah. That's my biggest thing, bro. Like that's why that's why you say pull it down, get the paints. We're doing it right <laughs> here, right now. You're right, bro. What the fuck was I thinking? Like, no, you're not doing that. You know I'll relate this to when people come to the bar that I work at, the Wake House. Shout out, shout out, Wake House. We make some great that's cocktails. That's why I used to work out there. Hell man. yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> you did. Shout out the Wake House, bro. I'm I'm over there making killer drinks and shit. Someone's like, you know, I, I'm serving them quick, and then they're like, Hey, man, can we change the music? And I'm like, No, I usually just no. You know, yeah. and then I've even been asked like, "Are you lying?" Like, what? No, I don't. I, I can't change the radio. Like, you know, and sometimes if I'm bold and they ask a few times, I'll be like, you know, I've never been anywhere where I was just like, "Hey, can you change the music?" Like when I'm cruising around in Save Mart, right? Yeah. I go up to the cashier and I go, "Hey, can you change this? <laughs> this is not the vibe. Do you see the people in here right now? <laughs> you need to put on Tesla are... right now. Yeah, bro. this is a Tesla crowd. Like what? <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah, like, man." No, it, it's all. It's Tesla's all, a band, folks, not a car, not just a car, shit. right? No, man, it, it, that's exactly what it is, man, and that's exactly <laughs> what like I'm not trying to hear that shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, you know, it's so, it's so. But it's even it's it's less hurtful to me because it's like I don't know, it's something stupid, but it's a weird thing because now I'm like changing the music and shit mid song, like what the fuck's going on? But when you're making art and it's done and you share it with the world, it's not yours anymore. No, no, it has now become it's the not. interpretation of everyone else's. Absolutely, and whoever else wants to be in that position just like poetry I always struggle with that I can never break down what it means very well because someone else will come out with some raw shit that's like damn I didn't even get that from that yeah, like, like 30 the... times bro like, yeah, give me a brain cell yeah, yeah, fuck man. what's wrong with me I'm not getting it you know <laughs> we would make up lyrics to songs as kids because to fill in because we didn't know what they meant because we weren't an adult we couldn't understand the innuendo yeah. or the, the double entendre or whatever right? Yeah. we couldn't understand it but it's all, it's all an opinion, man. I mean, that's what I enjoy about it. And I think even with, like, these films, like, I've Got a Feeling or, or Solo or fucking, you know what I mean? Like, Today's Sunset. It's it's all a, it's all a situation that's one in a million. Like, yeah. like you can't cut, like... It's a take on if 
almost like an alternate reality, bro. Yeah, like, it that's really how is. it would go. It's, it's, yeah. And it, I'm not even trying to say that that's exactly how it would go either. Like, you, because you could come to me and criticize and be like, oh, but I wouldn't say that. Well, that's fucking cool, bro. Yeah. Make your own film then. Yeah. Show me. You know, I had one time, I had, I had, uh, I had someone criticize a film of mine. And uh, she went in. She she was like X Y and Z, and I'm like, okay. Well, I look forward to seeing your film then. With now you have, it seems like you already have a script. Like yeah. you 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 would see the situation play out different. Great, respond. Yeah. Respond to me then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like um, the, uh, an artist that I, uh, uh, an author that I really enjoy. Um, fuck, I'm blanking on his name right now. But all I know the story the story's vague. It's sim- it's simply like he read a book about someone talking about life and existence and like. He was just kind of like, nah, I don't agree. He read this guy, this other author's book, and was like, this is shit. I don't agree. And then, like, wrote his book with his interpretation based off that. And that's where the concept art is war comes into play. Because, like, you could watch my film and be like, bruh, that shit wouldn't play out like that. Well, fucking great. Now you have juice. How it would play out. How it would play out. Say how it would play yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Show me how it would Create play Create something, motherfucker, because yeah. I did, and it was I'll exhausting. You and you're going to see how many loops you have to jump through to still get funding. That they're going to be like, we got to take this scene out. And you'll be like, what? What the fuck? What yeah, man. man. That's the critical scene. They're like, look, it's got to go, man. You can't shoot the dog. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the Yeah, is. yeah. And it's funny, because like, you could watch a movie with someone shooting a dog, and you're like, well, I wouldn't shoot a dog. Well, then now you make <laughs> a movie. That was in a movie. I, I'm, I'm t- ripping that off from, I forget what movie, but it was like, they're going to shoot the dog. They're like, bro, you can't put you, that you scene can. in there, bro. And they're like, I'm going to put the scene in there. And then everyone hated the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so like, why would you do I feel that? like I know exa- exactly what you're talking about. But it's all a response, bro. It's all a response. It's a great It's it's great <laughs> communication, man. I, I think, you know, it's funny, dude, because like, I love relationships, man. I've always been, maybe because growing up, man, like, I was always like, high, like, analyzing everything analyzing my parents I'm analyzing my siblings analyzing yeah, yeah, people yeah. you know yeah. and like now I come to the point where like now I'm writing characters I'm writing people I'm yeah. writing people into situations where it's like yeah. all it's gonna be is just like this study bro like yeah. that's that's all I that's all I care to do when it, with these films like I'm sorry I don't got like a fucking transformer type script up uh, up up my sleeve but I, I got other shit it's all good but look at what they did to Shia LaBeouf yeah, man, they <laughs> fucked him up, bro. They fucked him up. I already you got know, no one wants to be like that, man. Like, you know, look at what they did to Justin Bieber. Look what Scooter Braun did to Justin Biebs. You know, look at what he did to T Swifty. You know, y'all are y'all know. Right? <laughs> well, Asher Roth didn't play that game. Man. The rapper dude, he didn't play that game because at the college. beginning he got in with Scooter Braun, right? And then he was like, I think he learned quick. Oh shit, these fools are gonna take all my shit. I gotta go somewhere else. I can't do this. And yeah. then like now when I look up Asher Roth. It's like what he's is in, he doing? He's in the corridors of the internet, still doing shit, bro. Still making hip hop. Still in the name of of creating art. Huh. It's like a, a story of someone who like was like everyone knew who he was to like not many people knew who he was to like now most people don't know who he is, but he's in the background. It's kind of like Devin the dude, the hip hop artist. Oh, like not shit. a lot of people know, like right unless they smoke weed and they get deep into hip hop, and then certain people that are different, and then they listen to a lot of Snoop Dogg and shit, and they're like, oh shit, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, like, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Currency, like used to, you know, Wiz Khalifa used to be like that way, you know, ten plus years ago or whatever. Yeah, man. Like it was like, oh shit, like who's this guy? You know, there's people in the background, right? But they're still like doing shit, even if they're not in the main sphere where they're still putting out music and hearing it on the radio. And it's weird to think about because, like, you got to remember, like, everyone always has their time of maybe of glory. And maybe it's not when they even assumed it would be. Mm-hmm. They were like, dang, everyone loved that. But now I'm making this banger shit and no one cares. Like, that's some wild shit to deal with as you get older. You know what I mean? Because later you might make some shit that's, like, whatever, mediocre. And it hits fucking big. And big then, time. Yeah, and then everyone else is like, but look at his old shit. Oh, that was cute. Like, it's like, what the <laughs> fuck? That was my shit. And now I made some whack shit trying to appease you people. And you love that? 
you know, I think art is very, like you said, it's like a war. Like, it's a weird thing. It's a competition in this weird way, in the modern way. The way we use it. We use it as, like, a weapon. Mm. Weaponizing it. And almost in this weird way to scratch ego or to sell something or to whatever, you know? Yeah. I, I, and that's why I think for me with art, bro, like, I'm not trying to compete with anybody. I don't give a flying fuck what the person next to me is doing, yeah. dude. I straight up, bro, like, for me with these films and with writing, or even with acting, you know what I mean? It, it all comes down to just, like, what I... What I'm, what am I, what am I trying to experience? That's all I care about, bro. Like that's all I care about. It's just what I'm trying to experience, and I'm trying to build up my confidence too, though, man. Like, on God, man. Like, uh, losing your confidence happens, man. I mean, I lost my confidence. I don't know how many times already, bro. Like throughout every process, from from the music to the clothing to the films, bro, to the acting. I mean, it's just, it comes and goes, man. But I'll tell you what, bro. Like, shit lines up when you least expect it, and I don't know how the fuck it does, but it does. You know, like. I think on some on some philosophical shit, you know, there's like the absurdity. I don't know if like if, if you someone could believe in absurdity where like everything just kind of like the absurdity of things like, you know, what I mean, like I fucking need a pen and you just so happen to walk by me with a pen. And it's just like then you study that. And you're like, was that random or was that like fate? Was that like, you know what I mean? And that, that's that's what fucked me up a lot when I was in my like when I was like 24, 25, bro, mm. was trying to grab life. And trying to actually understand life, bro. Yeah. Like, when I tried really trying to understand life, it fucked me, bro. It does. That shit grabbed me in a chokehold. This is the problem that I think a lot of the wokesters don't realize. Like, <laughs> you they're, can't. They're, if you notice, the, the society that was woke, that was claiming to be quote unwoke now, has yeah, gone over this hump bro. that is now like crashing and burning because they're like, oh my God, I opened too many cans of worms. I hate worms. I can't deal with it anymore. I can't drink the water because that's contaminated. I can't breathe the air because it's contaminated. I can't eat the food because it's contaminated. I can't pay my taxes because it's going to go to war. I can't do anything anymore. Like I live in that bubble a lot still because when I was like you said, like in my fucking when I was 19, I got beat the shit by cops and I had to make an adjustment in my life. And I realized like, oh shit, like there's a lot going on. And I was all psychedelic out in that moment, I guess. And I just fucking like lived beaten into me by fists of fucking police officers, essentially. <laughs> and, and the psychedelic drug that I was on probably just, it got bashed into my fucking brain. And fucked me up perpetually because I wanted to like scratch at the reality of, yeah, of everything, yeah. of existence, you know. And I knew nothing. Fuck. You know, if I could have just taken a step back and been like, wait a minute, like maybe you need to go back and look at some biological things and look at like study biology and simple, more simplified things because you're missing a lot of the picture. You're missing that this is an ecosystem right around you. Like you're trying to like know everything like an ego boost and it becomes a problem because you think you have the answers. No oh, one has the answers. Yeah, and everyone sure. walks around thinking, making you kind of feel like they have the answers. They're all gaslighting. They're all full of shit. They're all liars. They don't know. They're just chewing on and thinking about whatever they think helps them get by every day. We all live enough in a fantasy to carry us forward often. Um, even if you don't believe in God or whatever, like I like to believe there's a creator. Mm. And maybe he's not even pulling strings every moment and everything. He just set it all going. And now I got to do what I got to do. I have this short yeah, man. wind of, his, of an existence. I have to make the best of it while I'm here. Dude, like, you know? I, I Maybe it's with... not so much on him or me. Yeah. Like It's just like, figure it out, bro. Like, you know, it's almost more peaceful. And then if that's just my imagination, I'm cool with that because that helps me get by, right? But a lot of people, mm-mm, no, no, we, we, you got it wrong. You see here, his name's Yahweh. And you, know, <laughs> you got to understand, if you don't know his son, Jesus Christ, and you don't know nothing, 
you know. Yeah, man. No, I, I agree with you, man. I mean, I, I was I was back and forth with, uh, I was atheist or quote-unquote atheist, for, like back and forth. I'd go to religion. Yeah. And I was on my search, man, trying to understand my fucking search, presence, yeah. bro. And I think these, day, these days, I mean, I'm, I was baptized, bro. I'm Catholic to the day I die. I mean, like, I remember I got into this big argument with my mom one time. Uh, when I was younger and I was like I was like mad depressed dude I just didn't know where shit was going and then my mom was just like dude like you know you're you're Catholic in the sense like even when you die you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna your service is gonna be in a Catholic church and all this shit and, and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to woo in any way but I feel like going back to my beliefs with Catholicism simply I mean I'm not a churchgoer like that you know what I mean but going back to the whole idea of faith I think for me personally subjectively yeah. like going back to the idea of like this world is not in my hands. Like this is God's plan in the sense. Like, uh, right. um, uh, I, it just really kind of helped me like chill the fuck out, bro. Like, cause I was, I believed when I was, when I was really deep into like my atheist concepts and all that, and I was really into like reading all these philosophers, especially like, like a lot of the existentialism and all that. Oh, that made me feel free for a moment because it was like nothing. There's no strings on me, right? right. I was in total control. But I was running my shit to the ground, though, bro. Like, when I finally let go, I was like, okay, like, I can I can read these philosophies, but I can't apply them because they don't even know what they're... It, it's, they're still searching for it. And I'm still searching for it. That's awesome. And that, that when I let go of all that, bro, and I was just like, dude, just chill. Like, just trust that, like, you know what I mean? Like, my saints got me or, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Do my best to... You could say, I've got a feeling. Yeah, man. I've... I've and it's it's been uh it's been an interesting journey for me, dude. I mean, spiritually, it's been a very interesting journey for me. I mean, even in this film, man, even and I've got a feeling just that the whole lust, right? Like, for example, like when Adam first sees uh, Chelsea, you know what I mean? It's just like that whole like then like the fantasy comes into play, and he's already dreaming of her, and and like everything's gonna work out, right? Like that's us, bro. Like in in, in any way that like in every way that's us. Like when we come dreams across. were meant to be shattered, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's where that's where like I've learned to like in moderation be excited about dreams, you know what I mean? Like I like in moderation. Like yeah. I'll have a big idea, I have a big dream and then like I kind of like flirt with it a little bit to see what it's all about and then I kind of just like chill. You know, with ideas or like with like what I can do in life, you know, where I can go or like, yeah, yeah. should I do this career? Should I do that career? You know what I mean? Cuz dude, like there's endless, bro. Like we can leave today, dog, and become like fucking I don't know, man whatever do chefs next thing you know tomorrow you got an itch to become a chef bro like what are you gonna do sell everything and buy all the, all the cookware you know what i mean yeah. i mean that's how i was dude that's how i was i swear to god like when balls i was deep overnight balls yeah. deep bro with everything and now i'm trying to like regulate that yeah and, like that's a, i think that's a really important skill we get too gung-ho we go too hard sometimes yeah, being dude. gung-ho is a great quality but doing it we're going too hard it's too much bro like <laughs> yeah. you don't have to go ham all the time like you don't have to be all in all the time you know yeah man it's been a crazy it's been a crazy experience man i mean life itself has been has been a trip man but i think these days i'm just trying to like appreciate what i got and what's what is around me you know what i mean i'm trying i'm trying to i'm not saying i appreciate it i'm saying i'm trying to appreciate it. you know what i'm saying yeah because i mean like it's like alchemy man i mean the whole concept of, of alchemy for me is just like dude turning an idea into like 
a physical form thing like you turning an idea of a podcast into this podcast episode right now like yeah. that's alchemy bro like that's yeah. power yeah bringing it to reality yeah. bringing it to reality bringing it to life some Frankenstein shit yeah, yeah. man if the plug goes here <laughs> <laughs> but it's alive yeah, dude, yeah it's man. alive bro yeah. yeah just can't be afraid to try shit dude but you you're know right, I, though. You're right. I've taken so many fucking risks man but uh hey but you'll keep doing it you know what I mean just in the right ways you know what I mean yeah man I, I think next I'm gonna fucking I don't know what I'm gonna do next man I'm thinking about becoming like a fucking astronaut or some shit yeah I looked into aerospace hey low key honestly bro like going to space I, on the dick shaped rocket ship <laughs> just go and just fucking plunging the fucking I got this uh, discount on Groupon you know for 250 <laughs> bucks guys we're going to space dude I remember when I first heard of uh, the Space Force remember when that came yeah. to be right I low key I swear to god dude that caught my interest and I was like Space Force I could be like a fucking Buzz Lightyear dog. Yeah, bro. You could be a marshal or some shit. <laughs> fucking rankers. I'm not going to lie, dude. I looked it up. I kind of looked into it a little bit, bro. I was kind of like, yo, what the fuck? And then they get you in the back room. They go, okay, check it out. It's all bullshit. There's no space. <laughs> I mean, people still believe this shit, but you have to have a serious reality adjustment. It's going to shatter your world. We'll get you on the right meds. We'll tell you what to say <laughs> at press conferences. But, you know, you really need to reassess. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but imagine, dude. bro, like, it's like, wait a minute. We don't actually do anything in space. So it's just all metaphorical right now. We're saving up the money to eventually do something. So just be cool. Just be chill. Just you know. wear the, wear the wear Look official, suit. god damn it. Yeah, you know man. I mean? Keep your hair cut. You know, jar yeah, Don't type. get a DUI and we're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's just endless shit, man. I mean, it's, it's all fucking endless, man. It is. But, you know, right now on the precipice, right now, right now, mm. we got to go check out I've Got a Feeling, folks, on YouTube. Nexus. Vagabond films on YouTube. Check it out. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm, I just want to say uh, very appreciative, you know what I mean, for whoever's going to come check it out. Cheers, man. Cheers I'm already done with my drink. You know what I mean? Everybody that's going to go watch, everybody that's already watched it, yeah. you know what I mean? Bringing me on here to talk about it and all that shit. You know, it's, it's, I, I'm very grateful for the opportunity to have made this film with all my friends. You know what I mean? Making it happen. It was like a three-day shoot. Shout out my mom for letting me shoot half of it in her house. Sick, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, man. It was it was crazy, man. It was a crazy experience. We pulled it off, though. You know? We pulled yeah. it off. And uh, yeah, man. We'll see what the fuck is up. Dude, I like this shit, though, man. I really like this whole podcast. This is fucking we'll tight, come back bro. on again, bro. Well, fuck, yeah, man. Hey, hey, man. Let's make this. Dude, let's just do some crazy-ass episodes, man. Like, yeah. Just no, next time, I already know things I'll ask you. But we wanted to focalize on the film, the, the film game, some of the shit you've been working on. Yeah. We'll go balls deep on the next one, bro. We'll go deep into some wild shit. I got some shit lined up for you. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, shit. I appreciate it, man. This shit was hella fun. Yeah. No, for sure. I'm very grateful. Shit, man. Cheers, Cheers man. bro. All right, I'm going to chug this uh, fucking orange peel, bro. You really poured this up, too, bro. That was delicious. Hell, yeah. Sean, if you're listening, I got to tell you about a recipe. <laughs>
This podcast was created through the Symbiosis Now Network and can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever the hell else you get your podcasts. And while you're out there exploring the other podcasts that this network creates, be sure to follow the network on Instagram at symbiosis.now.network, where we post lots of clips and highlights. And be sure to tune in to the Symbiosis Now podcast, the Cali Ag podcast, as well as history lessons from the lore master. And be sure to tell your friends about the Symbiosis Now Network.